you're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 204. 204. This episode is brought to you by Four <laughs> athletics That's F-O-U-R athletics.com. Four athletics has an ambassador program now. So you can apply to be an ambassador for Four athletics who we love. And so you could just be like walking your dog. You don't have to be a crazy Instagram famous person who has like a bazillion followers. You can apply and be a everyday, wonderful, fabulous person who loves walking dogs. Or just doing whatever in your wonderful for athletics leggings and shirts and sports bras and shorts. Yeah. We love all their stuff. They have amazing stuff. And you guys know that we love to wrap their all of their clothes and now you can do it too. So just like having an active life or you don't have to be a CrossFitter. You don't have to do any particular sport. They just more or less want real people to apply and show how they live in for athletics wearing fabulous for athletics clothes. So really, if you have bought gear from them in the past and you loved it, go back, go to forathletics.com forward slash pages forward slash ambassador dash program, or just go to their website and look for the ambassador tab, apply and get ready for some awesome discounting gear. Yeah, that's forathletics.com and the discount code GGW that supports the podcast and lets them know that we sent you. They have awesome new legging prints. So check those out as well and fund the leggings that you want. They have like really cool new styles and like the ones that are ripped. Have you seen those? Super cool. So trendy right now. All right. So hot right now. So support for athletics and support Joy and Claire. Go sign up to be an ambassador and go get some printed leggings. It's Joy and Claire this week. Here we are. Just like old times in our recording studio. That's not a real song. You can't get mad at me. (laughs) Thank God that's not a real song. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. There's so much that's gone on. So much. I know. We haven't had a Joy and Claire episode since before episode 200. Yeah. I mean, episode 200 was kind of a Joy and Claire episode, but not really. But I felt like there was a lot of people staring at us, so I kind of felt like it was... Nervous. Very nervous. And I'm then, glad that we don't do live episodes all that often. I'm very glad. <laughs> it's weird to have that many pairs of eyes just staring at you while you're talking. Yeah. I mean, it was great. And I loved that everyone showed up. But at the same time, it's like, I can't look. At you. I couldn't even look at the mind pump guys. No. When I was talking to them, I'd have to like look up because. Like look at my shoes. Yeah. They're just. They're, it's just different. It's just very different. So uh, so this week, we're just kind of going to check in about a bunch of things and review everything that we've been doing over the past few weeks. You've probably heard our whole 30 check-ins. We'll touch on that a little bit, but I think you yeah, guys... Yeah, I feel like we are talking about that ad nauseum. I think you probably know what's going on with our whole 30, but uh, I want to start with a question that someone put on our Facebook page. Would you rather be Joy or be Claire? <laughs> and then her follow-up is, if you could swap lives for a week, would you? I think I would swap lives, but just for a week. I think I like being myself. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm but like, I think it'd be fun to swap lives. It would. I, I would get so much sleep if I had your life. <laughs> Before we did our, our recent um, photo shoot... We had like, what, probably three or four hours to kill before, in between when we got our hair done and we like yeah. ran a bunch of errands and we came back, we had like three or four hours to kill. And I was like pacing around Joy's house because Scott was just like chilling. He was like, yeah, I think I'm with the dog. Like Joy was just like kind of hanging out and I was like, guys, don't you need to go do something? Like go to the store or like, don't you have like a to-do? Like I never just like, I, you just don't. When you have a toddler, you just don't have downtime. Yeah. There's no such thing as just like doing nothing. Well, and also, I mean, we don't do that every single weekend, but like that was a day too where we did have time to kill. Like we could, we didn't really have. But that's the thing is like in my life, there is no such thing as time to kill. But we like, did because we couldn't go anywhere between the right. time that and we sat there. We like, couldn't even lay down because our hair was all done. Right. Like, we literally had to just like sit on the couch, which was like forced downtime, which yeah. I never get. Or I never have. And I was like 
oh my gosh, like this is, and I like I know that like that's not your life all the time, but it just put into perspective. But Claire was like, like, this is your life. I'm I was like, like yeah, that's kind of what we do. You guys just hang out. Yeah. Like you don't have like, you don't hit the ground running on your weekends. No. Yeah, we do because we have to. Yeah. So that I would feel be like nice. if I had your life, I would have a lot of meals made for me, which would be really nice. Yeah. Brandon, cooking and, Brandon is really nice. Yeah. My, my house husband is nice. Your but it's prep. only like a couple weeks out of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Like right now when he's being yeah when he's home, home from Brendan. school yeah yeah it's super nice but yeah I think I like being myself although I'd like to do a workout as you I think you should go for a run as me so you can feel okay I was at um <laughs> I was at CrossFit the old CrossFit J grounds because we're doing that running program oh yeah and I'm coaching it twice a week and so on Sunday we got up and went to the old J because there's this awesome hill yeah that you run down the street and you kind of do this curve and just it's a great 800 loop with a really good downhill and then a really good uphill and so we wanted to train some hills and some um do a couple of like interval sprints and doing some hills and whatever inclines and so we went we drove over there instead of doing a track workout and i was like oh man that he tj was like do you remember running around this circle he's like the mile sucked so bad because you really just did four loops of this yeah, 400 this, like hilly because there really wasn't block. a good a mile around there yeah the mile like took you down spear you were like about really to get hit bizarre. by a car you, the whole you time got, yeah like, you cut got through a parking lot exactly yeah, yeah you you always had to watch where you're going you could easily get hit by a car so tj's like remember the 400 here so we were kind of reminiscing i'm like yeah remember how much claire hated this because we there's this area and the area has some older homes and the sidewalks are really just really <laughs> bumpy and old sidewalks yeah, and remember how claire used to fall all the time <laughs> that's what i told her i was like I told him, I was like, you know, remember when Claire would run this loop and she, I'm like, she hates running to begin with. But then on top of that, she was just constantly falling around here. He's like, yeah. I, yeah. I remember Claire coming in multiple. I'm sure he was like, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was worried about my insurance. Yeah. You're doing a running club though. Oh yeah. Okay. So we need to talk about that. Um, I signed up for a running club. It's every Sunday for eight weeks, starting this coming Sunday on June 4th. I don't really know what it is yet, other than it's just once a week at a track at like the high school, kind of in our neighborhood, um, of which there are like 10 high schools and 10 middle schools because I live in suburbia. And yeah, that's really all there is to say. I, I mean, had to, what inspired you to do this? Because you hate it. I hate running so much. So you much. were just one of those things where it's like, I need to do this yeah. because I hate it so and much. And I felt this way. I almost even like, because Brandon used to do a lot of running and, you know, so even I remember last summer, I was like, I want to just get to the point where I'm not held back by running. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I know I'm never going to like it. I know I'm never going to be good at it. I just want to get to the point where I'm no longer held, like actively held back by it. And I think that this is like a pretty low commitment way of doing that. Like, I'm not going to sign up and like run a 5k or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just never going to do that. It's not like I could r- go and run a 5k. That'd be fine. But yeah. I'm not going to train for it, you know, like, so I feel like one, one day a week was a good commitment level. I feel like also doing this type of stuff, like I'm still meeting people at my gym. So I feel like this, doing this type of stuff is a good way to like kind of continue to like become part of the gym that I'm at. And yeah, I just want to get to the point where like I see a work, if I see running in a workout, I'm not like, oh God. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't have, it's never going to be my favorite thing. I just want it to not, I'm like so bad at it that if there's even a 400 in a workout, I'm going to be the last person to come in that workout. Yeah. Regardless of what else is in the workout. Okay. That's like. Pretty consistent. You're not. Yeah. Like you have better and worse movements. Sure. Running is like so far worse than everything else I do that it's just like, it's stupid at this point for me to ignore the fact that like I need to work on this. Yeah. And it's not 
you can't ignore it. It's running. Like it's like the most foundational fitness movement there is, unfortunately. Why it's like that, I'm not sure. But you know, why can't we all just do double unders all the time? Yeah. Not the case. I kind of miss whenever the weather gets like this and it's really nice out. Well, it's kind of been sporadic, but uh, we've had some crazy thunderstorms. We had to, we had hail damage so bad at our house that we had to have our roof, our yeah. roof replaced because um, we had. I mean, everyone in our neighborhood Insane. had like giant, like snow cone sized snow cone sized size hail. Every car in my neighborhood got smashed windshields. Yeah, it was great. So anyway, aside from that weather. I've been wanting to, I've noticed that I really want to run outside and I'm trying to push myself because I really want to because it's just enjoy, it is enjoyable to be outside for me. And sometimes I don't want to keep going on walks with JT. I walk JT all the time, but like there's, I kind of miss like loving it. Is that weird? Because I don't love it. Like I I will go out for, like I went out for a run this weekend and I wanted to love it. And I'd like forced myself to go on this route that's like the exact five and a half mile loop. And I really was like, okay, I'm doing this loop. Because once you go out, you can't come back. Like, you have yeah. to run the loop. You, you can't really backtrack unless you there's a certain point when you can. But once you get to this certain spot, it's like you just might as well run home right. around the whole circle. And so I purposely did that because I was like, okay, this is motivation to where I, like, can't turn around. But it was like, oh, it's so, like, it's hard. And I'm like, well, I just have to understand that I don't run like this anymore. I yeah. don't run long distances nor should I but there's still like a part of me that feels like I should like it or want to do it did you ever really like it though yeah oh yeah I mean I I used to get that runner's high crap I mean that was like my thing yeah but I think that's fine like like wish that you still liked it and like remember fondly the times you wanted to do it right yeah I just have just so weird I sometimes get urges to go on trail runs I used to trail run in college and it's like less about you trail run in college okay i <laughs> use the term trail run very loosely okay, i was like i would you don't go like running and you hate falling so yeah there were a lot of both of those things but i wouldn't it was like just so it was very like run walk it was like i would just go i'd pick a trail i really liked and i would like kind of start running and then i'd like stop and walk if i wanted to it, i was never like doing it for time and i think that's what was fun about it is like it was more about just being outside and getting a workout and i've always liked exercise you know like i don't want to use the word exercising but i've always really liked being active yeah and so it was a way to kind of like just get up early do a trail in a little bit faster time i mean once again i'm not like sprinting the trail i'm not like leadville 100 it i'm just like kind of walk jog walk jog walk jog and i miss doing that sometimes because mm-hmm. it's just nice to like be breathing hard in like the crisp cold air in yeah. the mountains yeah Whereas, yeah there's something to that that's yeah. still kind of i think there's there's a happy medium but there's yeah. the part of me that's like oh maybe i'll sign up for a race this summer maybe i'll find another group on but i won't i don't think i'd ever do anything longer than just a 5k which is fine i feel like that's the perfect yeah. distance anyway right well good for you Thanks. i'm glad that's a, yeah. that's a good goal i've been trying to think of like things i want to do this summer not really in the sense of goal setting but just things i want to do and i can't i don't know 14 is gonna be yeah one. brandon's very excited about brandon has time on his hands now so he's been texting me about which dates we want to go and how you're actually he's leaving you out of the conversation on some dates <laughs> He's like, I think Claire's out of town this weekend. I, she's not too keen on, on 14ers. Yeah, so. I'm like, if you guys want to go without me, that's fine. <laughs> I've done it. I've been there. I've done that. Like, I'll go with you if I'm around. Yeah. But. He's like, so so we don't have to go with Claire. And I was like, does she know about this? Is she okay yeah. with this? He, told me, he was like, what about this day for a 14er? I was like, um, I might be visiting my grandparents that weekend. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, me and Joy will still go. I was like, fine. Like the other day, he like, yeah. I, when we went out to breakfast the other morning yeah, and I was like, Hey, I'm going to invite Jess and Joy. Yeah. We're all doing the whole 30. There's this new paleo restaurant in Denver. 
Just Be Kitchen, Just by the be, way. Go. If you are in the Denver area, go to Just Be. It's so good. It's down by REI, um, where where Mona's used to be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I was like, yeah, I texted I texted Joy and Jess. I haven't heard back. And then he texted you. Yeah, he did. And I was like, Brandon. He goes, Just come to brunch. Like, yeah. I, like I was debating on whether or not I wanted to hang out with you guys. I was like, yeah. actually, I'm at the gym yeah, squatting. Like, I'm at the gym. <laughs> and I was like, Brandon, this is not how it works. <laughs> you don't need to be like the go-between between my friends. Like... This is, no, we got to nip this in the bud. it was really funny how he was like, but just come to brunch. Like I was really debating. I was like, well, I'm not sure I want to see you guys. I was like legit at the gym. At the gym, yeah. It was was so funny. Oh, that's so great. I got, I'm I'm handling it. He's your social calendar. He's (laughs) like, oh, I got this. Yeah. I got this. I love how, um, I don't know, it sounds like Brandon's like this, but Scott gets this way when he has a lot of time like downtime is he just like over involves himself in things that I'm like you just don't need to be involved in this like yeah I kind of want you to go back to being busy so you stop inserting yourself into it's things like, actually the fact that I'm doing a whole 30 right now is probably really helping our marriage because it, like gives him a project oh he likes projects hair check project hair check if your husband has downtime go on whole 30 make him <laughs> make your lunches that is actually really funny. Scott doesn't like make things for me, but he'll go to Whole Foods and he'll come back and he'll buy all these things, which I have to be nice because he'll come back and he'll be like, can you eat this? Can you eat this? And you're like, could you can not you have asked this? me this before you spent $100? Exactly. I'm like, you know, first of all, you tried to start it with me, so you should know. And I got all mad. I was like, do you not know what's in it? You should know what's Read in it. Read the ingredients. Yeah, yeah, Brandon started doing that and he'd be like, can you have this? I was like, I don't know. Does it have sugar or soy or like, and he was like, I'm oh, like, <sighs> Like just read it. Read the directions. Read the instructions. Read this. Read the label. He does. He's the same way with laundry. He's totally gonna listen to this, but he'll be like, "Does this go in the dryer?" I'm like, "I don't know." Read the label. <laughs> and he like has put. He's ruined so many of my clothes because they're not supposed to go in the dryer, and he yeah. puts them in there. And he's like, "Well, how are you supposed to know?" I was like, "You read the label." Oh, um, I have a reverse of that <laughs> where Scott like dry cleans everything. You yes. Own. Well, here's the other. I'm 100% sure that Brandon has been to the dry cleaner maybe twice in his life. And I think both times were to dry clean a suit. (laughs) So Scott like has a VIP membership to whatever he goes to because he has to dry clean all of his work suits and stuff. And so the other day, every once in a blue moon, he'll come up to me with his purple bag. He's got this big like dry cleaning bag that they lend, you know, you get like a bag to put all your dry cleaning and you bring it back. And he's comes back. He comes at me with the purple bag, and he's like, "You got anything for dry cleaning?" I was like, "No." I'm like, "I don't dry clean my clothes. If I can't wash them in the washing yeah, machine, like, not buying them. Wait, I don't have a fancy enough job for that." And he's like, "Let's go." Th-. He goes, "You certainly need to dry clean some of your things. They just keep their shape better." He walks me into the closet, and we start going through my things, and I'm pissed. I'm like, "These don't need to be dry cleaned." I'm like, "They just go in the washer." He's like, "But they keep their shape." They're I'm from like, Target. Yeah, I was like, "Target clothes don't need to keep their shape. They're Target like, clothes have no shape." They- they're just cotton, yeah. stretchy cotton. And he's you like... put them in the dryer and they get their shape back. That's how this works. I shake them out after the dryer and that's yeah. how they retain their shape is they just... That is so funny. The wrinkles just fall out. See, we have the opposite problem where Brandon like... <laughs> Sorry, that was my bad. We have the opposite problem where Brandon like doesn't... He doesn't fold clothes right after they come out of the dryer. He just shoves them back in the laundry basket and then they sit in the laundry room for like two or three days and just get wrinkly. Yeah. And then he's like... Then they're all wrinkly, and I'll say something about it. He's like, "Well, you should have told me if it needed need to go to the dryer." I'm like, "Okay, no, there's uh, there there are more steps to laundry yeah. than just washer or dryer." Yeah, but I can't complain because he does all the laundry. Oh, and that so is nice. If I really, you know, but I've I have volunteered, I have offered innumerable times of like, if I will happily do my own laundry. Because you were not doing it right. Yeah. And this, this is not a matter of like nitpicky details. This is a no. matter of like clothes getting ruined. Right. Yeah. 
but he's slowly but surely learning, although it's been a very long learning Yeah, <laughs> and laundry's a big deal. Like, there's things that I will, if you, yeah. if I accidentally throw something in the laundry that's not supposed to be there, I get so mad at myself. I'm like, like there, yeah, <gasps> and it's always like your favorite shirt. Yes, yeah. it's always something that you really, really like. Anyway, it was just so funny because he, like, legit was going through my clothes, and I was like, no, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Nothing needs to be dry cleaned. Just go away. I think the only thing I've ever dry cleaned is a sleeping bag. <laughs> my life's a little different. I haven't even dry cleaned my wedding dress. No, you only wear it once. No. Okay, it's like, speak, this is a really great segue because oh, somebody asked, I'm okay. getting married soon. Do you guys have any wedding day marriage hacks? Like we oh, could not have set up that question better. That's actually. perfect. Totally meant to do that. Wedding day hacks. Yeah. Well, gosh. Wedding day marriage hacks. I got married like nine years ago. If you need a marriage hack ago. on your first wait, on your mar- on your wedding day, like no. <laughs> marriage. Okay, so like wedding day to like get through the day. Something that I always remember that actually Scott I think advised me to do, which I'm like I don't know how you thought of this, but you <laughs> you designate. I mean, no offense to him, but like, he, like yeah. it's it's really a bride day. Like, usually dudes care yep. not at all about what's going on in, in the best way. They're just kind of like, let's do this. And uh, I mean, if you have a wedding planner, I think that's one thing we did not. So I think the best advice I got was that you need to pick a point person that day that you can go to for any like random things that come up. So if it's a wedding planner, great. But I also think that someone that's not in your family, that's not in the wedding party, that's just total close friend-ish, but enough to where you like trust that person. If something goes wrong or if you just need one person to say, hey, can you go do this for me and rely on that person for like the day of tasks, that was a huge lifesaver for us. But I totally agree with that. And I I would say set up your day in such a way that you never have, if your phone was dead all day, it wouldn't matter. And like, you know, don't. Where'd you hear that from? That's a good one. I was a wedding planner for four years. Oh. (laughs) I forgot about that. I thought you just did flowers. I was a wedding planner for the florist. Oh. So I did all their wedding, like all, I dealt with all their brides. Like I, I have like. Okay. So like I was setting up flowers at the wedding, but I was like the, I was working with the caterer okay. I was working with the DJ I was working with like everybody in and out of the whole event for setting up the whole thing and I would leave like right around the time the ceremony started so, so you I weren't was, like, like JLo with the headphone set no but I was like movie. in the weeds through the whole planning process and through okay. the getting it all set up got it and sometimes I would have to stay and then like help out if they were like transitioning areas whatever so I would say yeah plan your day in such a way that if you that you can not have your phone on you and it won't matter. So whether that is a trusted friend, don't have it be one of your bridesmaids. Don't have it be your, definitely do not have it be one of your parents. No. Um, Have a trusted friend or a cousin or someone who's not in your wedding party and have them be the person that they are the person, more so even than like an emergency, they are the person who you give your, the caterer their cell phone number, you give the, anyone who has a question on the day of, they are the point of contact for that day. And whether you pay, like pay this person, you can, ha- there are, is such a thing as a day of wedding planner, which I would highly recommend investing in that. It can be a couple thousand dollars, but it is worth, they are worth their weight in gold for literally just the day of. You'll meet with them like one time before your wedding and then they show up and they do everything. Or if it's a friend, put them up in the hotel for their night, you know, like pay for their whatever. Going to business. That actually sounds like a really fun gig. Day of wedding planning. <laughs> I would totally do sure. that. Done. I'm um, so organized. I'd be like five cell phones. Give it to me. Done. Yeah. I, I, Does anyone want to hire us? We're, you know, we're up for hire. I remember getting a call from my wedding planner that on the day of my wedding and she, I literally answered the phone and she goes, hi, this is so-and-so. I'm only calling you because it's not an emergency. And I was like, perfect. You may speak. <laughs> it was so cute. 
That's great. And it was just something you like. You speak now. Because it was, it snowed like two feet on my wedding day, if mm-hmm. you will recall. And it was something oh, to the I effect of like. That. I remember Just that. so you know, we're thinking of pushing the timeline back or something. And I was like, great, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is like, don't get, don't let yourself be the point person who if the caterer, you know, gets a flat tire on the way, they are not calling you. Right. As far as you're concerned, like your day is spoken for. If there's a true emergency, someone can get in touch with you if they need to. But 99.99999% of things that feel like emergencies on your wedding day are things that you should never know about and exactly. will never know that they happened. Exactly. Yeah. We should have had that for our episode 200 party. We should yeah. We should do that next time. We should hire yeah. a day of wedding planner. We it was like a wedding we anyway. Did. It was Jess. Yeah, it was Jess. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Yeah, because like when our food truck canceled, she was yeah. the one who was like calling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good advice. That's me. And then in terms of like a marriage hack, just be nice. I think like, like remember what the focus of the day is. I just remember having so many brides who would say, oh, I just can't wait for this day to be over because they were just so overwhelmed. Like that's what I thought at the end of the night. Yeah. I was like, I'm ready for this day to be over. And if you're like an introvert, I think that's normal a little bit. But at the same time, like a lot of them were just from the stress of the event of their family. And like it can be hard to have a wedding because there's so many expectations from your family. But just own it. You know, the day is about you and your husband and have a good time. And also don't sweat the small stuff. I know that's very cliche, but there's some things looking back that I really stressed over and no one even noticed. Yeah, that no one noticed or that I wish would have happened a certain way and it didn't and no one noticed. So like, don't. That's the other big thing. Yeah. If something goes wrong, no one will know. Like no no one. one, no one will know that you were supposed to have like little favor baggies at each of the place settings and they never got put out. No one will know that like you were supposed to have potatoes and they got burnt. Like these things that seem like a big deal in the moment, no one will know they were missing. Yeah. No one cared that our food No one will know if your flowers don't show up. They'll be like, oh, trendy. They never got flowers. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah. We didn't have centerpieces. Yeah. We just had like a big and I didn't notice. thing. Yeah. And no one noticed. Uh-uh. Exactly. Because of because of the food. I didn't. I, I noticed. You know what I do remember? I remember the little boxes of Celestial Seasonings yes. tea on my table. You did and have I really those. appreciated that. And I got peach. <laughs> I even remember that. You know what? John Hay. John Hay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So many. Someone wrote that they thought you were kidding. That Yeah. And they were like, and then I did some research. I was like, no, this is for real. My dad started Celestial Seasonings. If you need some tea, let me know. I will hook you up. Why would we make that up? Why would we? <laughs> if I'm going to make up being the daughter of someone famous, I don't know why that's what I would pick. Speaking of bolder businesses, um, I was texting Joy today because I heard her episode about how obsessed she is with Eldorado Springs Water. Fun Boulder trivia fact, Eldorado Springs Water Bottle Company started as a cocaine front. Oh, Breaking Bad situation. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, how did you know this? It was in the news. Just, like, they just My busted. dad knew. Oh, is your dad in the biz? He was like, yeah, that company, like, they, it just started out, like, all they were selling was cocaine, but they were, like, pretending it was a water company. No wonder I like that water. I was like, it's delicious. <laughs> Why do I feel so yeah. crazy? Kind of makes sense, though. It's the best water. It really is. Those cocaine Have you ever been to that pool? No. There's a swimming pool on this. Like, yeah, it's oh, great. yes, I a water have. Slide. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. In Eldorado Canyon. Mm-hmm. Real place. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, okay, marriage hacks, though. I have to kind of go back to that really quick. Is, yeah. Yeah, don't sweat the small stuff on the day. It, like, just have a great time. Like, let it all just play out how it needs to. Because, mo- like, you have to keep in mind, too, if you're, like, I don't know how big this wedding is, but with that many variables going on in one day, there's... Something's going something to happen that is unexpected. Bound, bound to happen. So just go with it. Just expect that and go with it. And then I, I agree with Claire. Like, enjoy the day and also know, like, actually one of the best pieces of advice I got was your 
everyone kind of looks at the wedding as like, oh, I just want to get married and start my life. It's like, well, the wedding is great, but really what happens is real life kicks in after the wedding. So you kind of get all this built. <laughs> I remember going, this is going to be TMI, but I remember going back to the, like, you know, our hotel room and it was like, oh, wedding night. Yeah. And having to like peel off my bra and yeah. Brandon was like, this is not what I was expecting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he told me that. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was like, this is not what I pictured. And I was like, well, welcome to my life. Welcome to like, marriage. Yeah, I was welcome a little like sweaty. Life. And I was yeah. just like, I just want to like, take I just a bath to go to and go to bed. And I'm so Order tired. And, yeah. And everyone was exhausted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just, uh, I mean, real life starts. And also, I would encourage you to listen to all of our podcast episodes about marriage hacks because marriage is quite a trip. And if you are not prepared with that way of thinking and you rely only on social media that you're should be hashtag soulmates, soulmates, then you're in for a real bad surprise. Yeah, (laughs) it's not going to be fun because marriage is a lot of work. Okay, so um, I want to talk a little bit about regionals. Yeah, mostly you need to talk about regionals because I watched zero percent of any regionals. I didn't I looked at like I looked at recaps and I kind of looked at social media. But I just, there was something about it that I could not sit down and like devote attention That's to watching fair. it. Or, and I, I think it was also because I knew that if I did, I would just never leave. And That's I'd be fair. like sucked, at, you know, in front of my, you know, time time would slip away if I was like sitting in front of my computer all weekend. So is there anything, I mean, I kind of know the gist. Um, yeah. You know, Dan Bailey, poor Dan Bailey. Yeah. A lot of people are tearing their pec. Um, their pecs, a lot of the men are tearing their pecs in one of the, in the workout um, that has the overhead is it dumbbell overhead. snatches or dumbbell overhead squats and ring dips? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of theories out there. I think the two main theories is that it's a combination. And this is not a theory. It's like Lucas Parker tore his pack and this is what he said. It was what happened. And then one of our listeners actually was a medic at the central region this past weekend. And she made a comment of like, this is what's happening. So there's a, there is a conspiracy theory out there that it is because of steroids, basically. Because like if you take performance enhancing drugs, then your muscles build faster than your tendons and so like your muscles are stronger than thing than their tendons and ligaments that attach them and so you're more likely to tear i think that's unlikely that that you know who who knows and i'm not going to start a conversation here about performance enhancing drugs and crossfit the on you know the hands-on is that what lucas parker said no oh that's like another a different conspiracy theory out there lucas parker who actually tore his pec okay and this girl kira who is one of our listeners who actually was a medic at the central regionals this weekend hey kira hey kira said that what's happening so from lucas parker he was saying that pretty much what happened to him was that most people train ring dips on rings that are hanging from a pull-up rig, not rings with the straps are like 20 feet long the way they are. Oh. And they're a little bit further apart. And so there's just a lot more oh my God. that goes into having to stabilize the rings and cycling as fast as you are. And so those two things together under fatigue just like contributes to using your muscle and like your um, arms are already really fatigued from the rest of the workout. And so it just contributes to having to use your pec rather than your deltoid to stabilize the ring Mm -hmm. and it is basically you're overcompensating and that's why people are tearing their pecs what kira was saying was something similar to that which is that you know with like the the strap length and everything all the other factors and they're cycling so quickly Mm -hmm. that it's a similar effect to what happens and why people tear their achilles on box jumps is because it's like too rapid of a transition from um extension to flexion mm-hmm. and so you're basically like popping up out of the bottom of the ring dip and it's too fast and so you your 
muscle like can't switch you know can't be doing all the other things it's doing and switch directions that right. quickly you're asking and that's too much of it are, right, and that's like are tearing. yeah <gasps> and so it's kind of a, a factor of like you're going as fast as you can which is probably faster than you typically would go right the straps are a lot longer than what you probably have practiced on and you're fatigued in a way that you aren't usually fatigued Ugh. but it's weird man i am it I'm, I'm not saying however that it's not that it's normal like the fact that so many athlete male athletes really high level competitive male athletes have torn their pecs doing this workout or even sam dancer tore his pec just testing this workout oh he did before regionals like it's messed up i don't know if that's something that you can foresee ahead of time when you're programming yeah but like in my mind that is a little bit of a programming flaw yeah not you know like that's kind of akin to like programming murph in the middle of the day like you're just not setting up people exactly. up for success exactly i wonder if dave castro's <clears throat> Well, that's the thing is like I kind of have to wonder going, could he have foreseen that because right. it is such like a situational situation like a situational yeah. factor set of factors. <sighs> but anyway, all that to say that is like kind of the big hot topic. Um, what is the hot gossip? What is the hot? What is the four one one? Becca Voigt did not make it back oh, to the game. Man, bless her is, heart. I know. And oh what my a gosh. Run. What a run! Uh, and I just wanted to hug her. She was crying so. Long. Yeah. Oh. But she I also just, said, like, you know, this is not it for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be back. Which I think is an amazing attitude to have. Yeah. <clears throat> after the career that she's had. Yeah. I want to... I'm trying to think if there are, like, any other big upsets. Which I don't think that there really were. I think that... I'm trying to think through the last two weekends. Did you watch most of it? I watched the final heats of most of them. Okay. I didn't watch all of them. But Maddie Myers didn't make it, which is too bad. But yeah. she's still really young. China Cho on the California Regional. I like her a lot. I really, really she's like such her. A, like, she yeah. just seems like she's really down to earth. Yeah, for she, sure. And I really want to talk to the gal, and I'm going to mess up her name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Is it Kristen or Kirsten? Kirsten Pedry. I want to talk to her. We should get her on the podcast. Yeah. Because she is so cute. She came in second, and she's the one who trains her grandma. Oh, yes. Oh, um, like I all those CrossFit, po- all those CrossFit posts of like that gal training her sweet, sweet grandma. That's her. And she just seems like she was so cool. Yeah. I wonder if any of these like more professional athletes, CrossFit athletes, listen to the podcast. I That's a good question. <laughs> if you're listening out there, we'd love to talk to you. I email I us, girlsgawad at gmail.com. I was listening to. <laughs> Uh, Julie Fouché's podcast and she interviewed Katrin and Ben like a few weeks ago and Katrin made a comment that in the morning she likes to get up and listen to podcasts and I was like does she know does she listen her mom commented on one of our of our Instagram posts a couple weeks ago her mom totally loves about girls Katrin your mom totally loves us and we love you okay so so did you actually I like my you know my friends well I have a friend whose parents are Facebook friends with Katrin's mom Oh, and I remember that's like, a weird combo. A super weird because yeah. I remember like they had a picture together or something, and I was like, and I saw her. So she popped up my newsfeed, and it was like her with a, with Catherine, and I was like, what? And then it took me down this rabbit hole where <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my so god, crazy. you know my friend's mom. And so now I want to be like, hey, you should reach out to her and be like, hey, my dad owns Celestial hey. Seasonings, and I know you like tea. I heard your daughter's real fit. <laughs> Can I have her number? Does she know the CrossFit? Can I go another? Uh, um, anyway, so Catherine, your mom listens to our podcast. Sounds yeah. weird. Your mom listens to Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> your mom goes to college. Your mom's chest hair. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was a Mean Girls reference in case you didn't get that. <laughs> uh, we had to. We had to. Someone just commented on our Facebook page. <laughs> How's Scott doing on the whole 30? <laughs> How is Scott doing on the whole 30, Joey? 
Let's talk Scott about it. Scott is not doing the whole 30. Okay, so the Scott short... Scott did like the whole two and a half. He did the whole day. He... <laughs> okay, bless the man's heart. He gets... He gets real excited about things that I get excited about. He doesn't think it through that like... What it actually means. What it actually entails. But like, bless his heart, he will try to do quote unquote cleanses or like try to eat well or whatever. And he'll you know cut out alcohol and coffee for like a week just yeah. like that's his and he'll lose of, like 12 pounds yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it drives me crazy so of course when i was like hey i'm gonna do this whole 30 i'm gonna support claire i'm like you want to actually i didn't i did not invite him to do it because i do not i know better yeah. um he you know it's like a cat you just have to let him come to you so <laughs> and so he texted me back and i don't know what, i think we were in california that's right because i was like hey by the way whatever i need you to know this so you can support yeah. me and like make sure that you're not offering me cheese plates or anything and so he he's, he's like oh send me the information i'll look it up so he looked it up he's like yeah, i'll do it with you and he got a little excited and then like he every morning he'd wake up and he'd like hold how's your whole 29 doing the next morning how's your whole 28 doing and so he was like Counting it down. Counting it down. And he was eating really well. And we'd make meals together. And we'd eat the same thing. And then like four days in, he just texts me. He's like, I think he had like a stressful day at work. And he was like, he just texts me, not doing the whole 30. I'm sorry. And I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I tried not to be. I had like a really weird day. You tried not to be like, told you so. Told you so. And I remember having a, like, not a stressful day, but I remember having a weird day where that just completely set me off. We were both, it was like day three or day four, yes. we were both just so pissed. We were so moody and I was yeah. so pissed. I remember texting you about that and oh. I was like, we just like ranted on our husbands. So like, mad. Ugh. We had a, ma- I had a massive rant about it because I was like, dude, can you just like think ahead and plan Can you ahead? just commit? Can you just commit to something? <laughs> God, men. You don't commit to anything. You don't even love me. Like totally irrational thinking and totally irrational comments. But I just went on this rant because it, I was pissed off and totally just whole 30 PMSing. And so he stopped and that's fine. And I, I could care less. Like things yeah. like that really, it's, I understand. Right. That's not why you love him. No. And I completely <laughs> understand why people do things. And if you're trying, trying, a lot of people will write us and be like, how do I get my husband to do CrossFit with me? How do I get my husband or my, par- yeah. my partner or my spouse to do a whole 30 with me? Well, guess what? You can't. They have yeah. to agree to do it with you and you do it as a team. And then if someone drops out, like, I don't care. Like, it's just right but i'm this it has way to be like a perk I'm, it can't be I'm, like the whole purpose no it's like i i'm just not this person either i don't believe that your partner has to do every single thing with you i think you have to yeah. put energy into your relationship every day that's like making it grow into a better relationship but that doesn't mean you have to spend 24 7 together nor should you have the same exact interest nor should you have the same exact diet it's so boring and so I mean, I think that just for me was like a moment more or less of like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And, and I then, think like for you and Scott, you guys live pretty separate life, like pretty independently. We really do. A lot. Like, yeah, I think there are a lot are some people out there who it works for them to do that. Yes. But I think it's because they both are individually motivated to do it. And so they support one another versus like if you are having to just drag your spouse to CrossFit or drag them into a whole 30 or whatnot, and they are 100% just like not on board and they're only doing it because you want them to, that's just going to end up with them resenting you because they don't really want to doing it and you getting burnt out because now you're having to like uphold motivation for two people yeah which is just not realistic yeah upholding motivation for two people is really exhausting yeah it's a lot of like, like it's co- one thing to like be supportive it's another thing yeah. that's like completely carry someone it's a lot like codependency like yeah. when someone's an addict and you keep trying to do things to save them it's like 
people wow, will that do- got extreme quickly. No, I'm, it's it's really similar. Like people have to understand. Like I know a lot of us do this. Well, you'll you'll try to set things up. It's kind of like making people's food so they'll yeah. eat better. It's like they have to want things they're on their own. And I know addictions like the I, I keep comparing a lot of things to addiction lately, especially on the whole 30 episodes only because it's like, it's so related. Yeah. And even though that's a huge, you know, one side of the spectrum, being trying to take care of someone so that they'll live a certain way that you want them to live is so bad. That's a really slippery slope. It's one thing if you're like, we just we healthy and your husband eats what you cook because he likes it. It's not like I'm forcing this food on you. But right. you or, can't, it's one, or it's something if you like make slightly different choices for your family or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, but like forcing them to change their life. And is, like trying to control things. Yeah. It's just, a, you got to watch out for that anyway. But that's how Scott's Whole30 is going. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Um, okay, we have another question. This one is mostly just for me. Claire, you've talked lots about your body and pregnancy. Any advice on how to accept that, that wads once a week are okay and helping to lose the fitness me was me? I previously lost all my baby weight, which is great, but now I'm known around the office as the CrossFitter with getting and with getting larger and less workouts due to swollen feet, it's difficult to let that go. Okay, I'm a little confused by this question. Are you currently pregnant or are you you lost your baby weight previously, but now your feet are swollen? It makes me feel like you're pregnant again. I'm a little bit confused, but I think the root of the question is like, how do you reconcile your identity as being the, this like fit fitness girl if you can only work out once a week? Um, and I think the biggest thing is really to first of all like who is it that we talk to lisa and natalia mm-hmm. who say like you have to be more than one thing yeah you can't have your identity just be like i'm the such and such you have to also be and adi said this too and we've talked to a lot of people about this but like you can't just be the one thing like you have to also like be the girl with the abs like right. we we're talking about yeah. yeah and then and like lisa and natalia have also talked about it as like you know you have to like you're so much more than just your body like mm-hmm. you are all these other things. And I think that is so huge is just realizing like you are so much more than just your body. You are so much more than just your fitness. Like you are a mom, you are, you know, whatever the other millions of things, it doesn't even have to be reciprocal. Like it drives me crazy when people are like, you're a daughter and a sister and a mother. And it's like, yeah, I am those things to other people, but like to myself, I am also more than just a body. Like I am creative. I am funny like you know like I crack myself up like there are other things I personally like about myself than just the fact that I was once fit Mm -hmm. and that is so key of taking a step back and thinking like what else not just what other value do you have to other people but what, what other value do you bring to yourself like what else do you love about yourself outside of the fact that at one point in your life you had time to work out three times a week mm-hmm. or five times a week. Like that has been huge in letting go of the athlete that I was in 2013, 2014 of like before I got pregnant where I was able to work out four or five times a week. I was able to control so much else about my life and just having to take a step back and realize like, okay, first of all, I have gained so much more in my life than what I've lost mm-hmm. in terms of just quality and, you know, but, and it's okay to like, miss that life but you need to just like look at your life holistically and realize that growing is natural changing is natural and you wouldn't expect other parts of your life to stay the same so why are you expecting this one part of your life to stay the same and accepting that and like just really being aware of the other things that bring value to yourself about your life yeah that was long yeah to say that yeah so that's my answer Really, like, just try to be mindful and be aware of what other things are valuable about your life right now. Mm -hmm. And also remember that, like, this is just a phase. Your life is not always going to be crazy. That has been huge for me with having a toddler 
and just remembering like, this is just my life right now. That doesn't mean this is my life forever. Thank God. I love Miles so much, but like if I had to live with a 19 month old my, the rest of my life, no, thank you. Um, This is just a phase. And even like when we have more kids, like that yeah. will still just be a phase. Yeah. And eventually I will have my evenings back and I will, you know, look back on this. And I also hate it when people are like, you're going to miss these days. I'm like, that's probably true. Yeah. But at the same time, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be present in something just because you're afraid that you'll miss it later. Yeah. How's everything going with balance? <laughs> um, It's fine. The year of less, I should say. The year say. of less. It's is, like almost the halfway point. Yeah, it's going okay. I think we, we've been really busy with the podcast like in April and May. And so I think a little bit of it has gone out the window in terms of like less just like crap on the calendar. Mm-hmm. But I think I've done well with having fewer expectations. And I think that I've been able to kind of reevaluate what I actually care about, mm-hmm. which is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still get like stressed out about the stupid petty crap that we all get stressed out about. But I think having fewer expectations for myself, which once again, going back to like having fewer expectations for myself doesn't mean I expect less from myself. It just means that like I'm more focused in what my expectations are. I think it's been really helpful to not feel like I have to be everything for everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the biggest thing I'm trying to achieve. That's a really good lesson. I was thinking about that today at work because being in management, you kind of, I mean, that's just obviously at work, but that came up for me today where it was like, you constantly feel like you have to be everything to everyone and it's so unrealistic. It completely yeah. sets you up to fail. And so you have to just be like, well, I'm going to fail and right. you guys, you guys are just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day too, like realizing that your expectations for yourself are typically so much higher than mm-hmm. the expectations of those around you and you just project that onto mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I remember having this conversation with my boss, like probably back in February when I was like at the peak of my anxiety, I had, it had been about a month since I'd been promoted and I was just really struggling. And I sat down with her and I literally just said, I'm having a really hard time. I'm used to being good at stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not good at this. And she just started laughing and she was like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because like, I can relate to this so hardcore that, you know, like I've been there and like, you're doing great. And just remember that like everyone around here and it's great to work in such a supportive environment where she, my boss can sit me down and say, we promoted you for a reason. Everyone around here has your back. Yeah. But nonetheless, like even if you don't have somebody to sit you down and tell you that, like you are where you are for a reason. Like you got yourself there. It wasn't an accident, even though we all kind of feel like we're about to be like uncovered that we don't deserve the success that we've had. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's true for any of us. Yeah. The whole imposter syndrome too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Where you kind of put, you, you put limits on yourself and all those great memes of like, you're the person that stands in your way. I yeah. mean, we start, we're always going to do that. Yeah. Because um, we hate failure, but we have to do it. Anyway, I wanted to check in really quick because I know we do a whole 30 episodes, but I think we haven't really talked together about it. I know. So really quick, so if we can just, do. Like, sit in the same room as you and talk. I know. It's like, oh, finally. Like, I wonder what Joy's going to check I wonder in about what, I wonder what she's going to say. Just to check in on like how you're feeling. I mean, I've been, I've listened to all your updates, yeah. but I think for the most part, we've kind of had a similar path of like how we're feeling. Um, but you're still having some gut issues. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I just need to get myself to the end of the 30 days and not like try to add anything else or take anything else out and just kind of figure out like if it's not gluten or dairy or soy or legumes or sugar then I need to rule those out yeah in and of themselves not like try taking out caffeine now that I'm halfway through or try taking out avocados or whatever right, like because it doesn't matter yeah just get through these 30 days and then if like it still hasn't resolved itself then try other stuff yeah but I think overall like emotionally it's going well yeah I haven't had a huge crash or like breakdown about anything. I've Uh, had like some big cravings that are random. Yeah. 
like Didn't i you really you craved, craved ice, ice cream, cream one the other day night, and i like i'm just not i don't eat ice cream yeah like i'm not an ice cream person yeah and then tonight before i came over here i was at chipotle and i really was like oh i could just get some chips right now i could just do it yeah i could order chips i could do it no one would know <laughs> no one would know no i eat them on the way to, to joy's house and no one would ever know in the car except brennan would find the bag and then he'd throw it away you. in joy's dumpster yeah um, but I didn't, I didn't eat them. You did that one time. You threw away a wrapper. McDonald's. In, yeah. In the dumpster. Cause you're like, I don't want yeah. Brennan to see this. <laughs> you and Scott are the same person. I swear. <laughs> Whenever I go out of town, I'll like find random receipts to like Burger King. I'm like, where did you go? <laughs> He's like, damn it. You find out everything woman. Ugh. I just miss wine. I mean, yeah, not, not, on the, not on the level that I expected. Cause I kind of thought that I was going to be like craving it every right. night, but I definitely miss like going out and having a glass of wine but i think the thing that i miss about i mean i'm not like really a wine we don't drink a lot of wine at my house but the, the only thing that i do miss about it is just like that routine of like okay i'm gonna pour myself a glass of wine yes. sit down like that signifies like at the end of the day yes. putting your feet up exactly and it's more about that routine than it is about the actual it's wine totally yes it is and then one last question well a couple things we want to cover like iceland we're going to iceland oh my gosh we're going to iceland in a year <laughs> But we so want you to plan ahead. We do. So save the date. I'm going to look up. I forget what the date is exactly. It's the, I have it May on May 30th through June 3rd, yeah. 2018. 2018. Mark on your calendars. We don't have the pricing yet. We will have it really soon. So re- literally the only information we have right now for you is that we are going to Iceland from May 3rd to 30th to June 3rd, 2018. We will have more information for you. We'll post it on Instagram and Facebook as soon as we have it. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, what are the details? Like yeah. this is the detail. We want we the have details. So That's all we have. All we want. Through but like under wanted, 30 yeah through under 30 experiences we wanted to announce it early because we know that that's a big travel period for a lot of people and so we wanted to make sure to get on your calendars before you plan anything else and this is going to sell out fast yeah because we've had a ton of interest already so just make sure so you we will make sure announce you have your when it's going to go live computer up and ready to go yeah <laughs> and also a lot of people on the last when we had the last we went to costa rica they were like oh they don't have a payment plan and they don't offer payment plans but you could use a credit card, which is sort of like... Get like some cash back and free flights. The economy's payment plan. Yeah. And if you're not a credit card person, I you have a year to save up. Yeah. There you go. Use Digit. Digit is the best app to save money. Have you ever um, tried it? No. Oh, it's the best. Um, anyway, so that is going to be 2018. And remember, under 30 experiences does not mean you have have to to be be under 30. 30. I'm 39 years old and they totally were fine with me going. They let her on the plane. They let me go. So don't pay attention to that. She really let her host. It was great. Iceland. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so put that on your calendars. And then also, I want you guys to sign up for our Girls Gone Wad newsletter. Claire, what's the link for that? Girls Gone Wad. (laughs) You like how I did that? She's like, I don't know what it is. Girlsgonewadpodcast.com forward slash newsletter. There you go. So we put up some giveaways. We put up our favorite books of the month. We put All Joy's favorite products. Products. Claire does. That's like pretty much mostly yeah. the podcast is like the, the, the podcast. The newsletter is like Joy's favorite products and the other podcasts she's listening to other yeah. than Girls Gone Wild. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun little extras. And then thank you guys for the great feedback on the whole 30 episodes. We kind of did that on a whim and I'm really happy with how they're turning out just in the sense of it's really good for accountability, but it's also sparking a lot of really good conversations that I love that you guys are writing we're getting so many great emails so i just love that and last but not least i want to i want to know what to do for scott's birthday so scott and i both turned 40 this year so i need some ideas from you guys 
And so I'm putting like a call out to listeners. So it's June 28th. Oh, it's coming up. I know. And I I have to like start planning now. I have no idea. I can't even remember. I want to say we were out of town. But anyway, Scott and I are both turning 40. So Scott turns 40 on June 28th. I turn 40 in September. So I kind of want to do something big for him. But I just don't know. Like arrange a little. big so that in September when you're like me and Claire are doing a joint trip to Vegas to see Britney for <gasps> our 30th and 40th birthdays. He'll, he'll be, be like, like of course, because you totally fine. Go. Keith Richards come over to my house and sing to me. Keith Richards. <laughs> That's just who I imagine. You sound like the Pearl Jam guy. Mike McCready was at your freaking event. And I was like, oh my gosh. And but Scott gave you the blessing to leave. Yeah, he was like, leave. I was like, yes, I will leave. Mm. Um, Okay, one more thing, actually. June 24th, come hike the Manitou (gasps) Incline with us and Emily Schramm. Go to Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash girls gone wad. It's on our events. The Manitou Incline is super, super fun. It's going to be really early in the morning that day. You do not need an M pack to participate, but if you have one, you can bring it. Bring it. We will be. So even if you're a little bit interested, go to the Facebook page and join the event because we'll be posting about uh, we're going to get a shuttle, but it's going to be limited seating on the shuttle. So make sure you're paying attention. And it's just going to be such a fun morning. That sounds like such a blast, even though I know everyone's or Claire's not too excited. You're not. And too, I'm going to be going so slow. Claire's so come, not too keen on the stairs. Come go slow with me. Yeah. I need more slow people to come. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all of social media. You guys can find all of our updates on any events that are coming up, as well as updates on the podcast and just joining the community. Hashtag drinking game. Joy and Claire. Someone wrote oh my it. Gosh, in. So funny. What do you say? Right. Drink anytime Joy says community or Claire says literally. Yep accurate accurate i would say and also we post a lot of updates to our instagram stories that yes. we don't post in our instagram feed correct so if you follow us on instagram make sure you're watching our stories because we're hilarious first of all but second of all we post a lot of things on there that we things. don't post anywhere else exactly so remember to support the podcast by going to fourathletics.com sign up for their or apply to be uh one of their ambassadors that's fourathletics.com f-o-u-r athletics.com the discount code ggw support the podcast that's it for this week. We hope you like the episode. Bye. Bye.